Hi, welcome to Life Expressions. I'm your host, Chari Hinete Elon. My guest today is an international best-selling author of Legacy Mentorship, Mentoring Strategies, Mentees Value for Life, international award-winning choir master who has trained and led various local and international choirs at choral competitions and performances locally and abroad, winning several gold medals in various categories and competitions in several countries like Spain, Japan, Singapore, Malaysia, and Hong Kong. She's an educator and mentor for the last 30 years, teaching music and values education among other subject areas and mentoring young girls and women from different countries and cultures around the world. She is Angela Kliachko and fondly called Miss Lala. Hi, Miss Lala. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much, Chari, for that wow, generous introduction. It's my pleasure to be on your show. Thank I'm, you. Yeah, of course, and I'm glad to have you. Why your book on legacy mentorship? Yeah, why um, the book on legacy mentorship? Well, yeah. when I was really uh, writing or thinking of titles that I could write about during the lockdown, actually, and, and convalescing from a radiation treatment of cancer last year, I came up, I was thinking of several uh, titles. And what I really thought was what edge I probably have as an educator and formator that would make me different from others. Um, and, and I wanted to write on teaching strategies and all that, but I thought that having been fortunate to get into mentoring and to know what it is from experience, because I'm not a philosophy major, I mean, I didn't study mentorship, but I happen to have studied in PAREF, as you mentioned, the Parent Education Foundation, where mentoring is institutionalized. So every child actually has an adult teacher or parent who mentors them, not just academically, but in all aspects of life. Now, after I, well, I was there for my elementary grade, my years, and when I finished college, I decided to go back, oh. this time as a mentor. So all those experiences of mine, and I guess success stories, yeah. and I thought what really people need today more in education is probably, we have so much of the teaching strategies already. What we probably need is how to develop the total child individually through mentoring. So I thought this was an edge that I could probably write about and just to bring out the what I thought was effective in me or the success stories of a few of my mentees that I have journeyed with. So I chose 30 lives of the 30 years of my, of my teaching and that's what I put together into a book. Wow, 30 yeah. lives of 30 years in teaching, meaning to say you're talking about your 30 mentees. Well, yes. In, in the book, there are the lives of, I, I mean, I just chose 30 out of probably 100 who have yes. passed through me. I cannot count. Yeah. I wouldn't really know. Yeah. First question, what does it take to be a mentor? Oh, wow. Um, I always say that I think anybody could be a mentor. Mm -hmm. As long as we are interested in helping, forming, educating the total child, as I said, integrally, as long as, you know, as teachers, and I always think that all teachers should be mentors, naturally, no? because yes. we're not just after teaching the academics or the subject matter that we have at hand. Yes. We're interested in the growth and development of every child in our midst. So yes. after teaching music, after giving all these uh, educational subjects, the content of my subject matter, I have to go beyond. I have to be interested in the family of the, the child, the background, what affects the person psychologically, and, and you help in all those aspects. So mentoring is something that came to me very naturally, even if I said it was institutionalized in the school where I was. 
our interest in the children, in individuals, yes. the heart. That's why now I go around and I give talks on the heart of teaching because this is it. It's beyond the academics. It's yes. really focusing on the whole child. And that's what mentoring is all about. It's equipping them. If we go into mentoring, because mentoring comes from the Latin word mens mentis. It's another subject I teach in <laughs> Latin. So I go very much into roots of things. Well, it's all about the mind and thinking. So it's yes. actually equipping children, even young as they are, to be yes. thinking maturely. It's to help them develop that, that thinking and so that they can decide for themselves and, and be independent, even at young ages. That's exactly what we do in mentoring and, and many more. And be friends with our, with our students. Yes. So it's a very natural thing. I think anybody that has a heart and everybody has a heart, we can all empathize. So we can all be mentors and, uh, and all teachers should be mentors. But yeah, what naturally. is legacy mentorship? Okay, yeah. Well, I thought um, since I was thinking, you know, I guess cancer hitting you, sometimes you think, yeah. what will I leave behind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, although I had very s- small stage of cancer, but anyway, that's a you sign. Are, but, uh, may, I, oh, may I ask, Are you, you're okay now? You're convalescing, you are- I'm fine. I had radiation fine, treatment uh, yeah. exactly a year ago. I am, I am well, for the moment, cancer-free, but uh, still taking the meds for the next five years. That's how we are, and, and, yeah. and surveillance. But I'm fine, totally. I mean, I function and I- it's off my head oftentimes, but somehow, you know, that hits you and gets you thinking, yeah. what am I leaving behind or what am I, right, in lives of people? And so when I was, when I thought about it, you know, writing a book, it's not really my thing, but mm-hmm. but I had time, I had people encouraging me. So yeah. then when I got down to, to writing, I thought this might be my legacy because many, many times in the past, I always get asked, you know, I, as I said, I did not study psychology I myself wonder when people ask me why I hit it off quite instantly with just anybody or a mentee or a, or a student. And so people ask me, what's your secret? Yeah. And so I ask myself, I don't own any secret. I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know what's in me. So mm-hmm. that really, you know, I guess cancer kicking in gets you reflecting a bit more. And mm-hmm. I said, I guess this might be a legacy I can leave behind. And I'm not inventing. This is not one, two, three lives. These are 30 that I can at least write about uh, who claim, by the way, all those 30 mentees read their portions before I brought it out. And they all not only agreed to it, they were all awed thinking, did you write this yesterday? Or did you write it in 1993 when you were talking about this? How do you remember everything in detail? And I'm like, I have a very good memory, but I guess I have the heart. I guess I love why I, I can write about it as though it happened yesterday. Wow, that is why it's it happened in 1992. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't really know. But that's it. I was just exposing probably a secret, which yeah. I, I didn't want to keep to myself. Mm-hmm. I was ready to divulge it. And if I said, if there was any secret, it was really loving. It was yeah. really loving yeah. students. Yeah. Okay. Really and truly and sincerely and not faking it, you know, like, like really, really, really. Because one, <laughs> so especially that, if you're yeah. mentoring, I would think that one could feel the sincerity of the mentor, right? I hope so. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's very important. That's very important for a mentor. You know, we we just don't drop beautiful phrases that we want our mentees to hear. You know, we we say it sincerely. We, we're committed to what we drop and what we say. When yeah. I tell a mentee, I'm with you in this journey, or I feel you. I'm not faking it. I'm not just saying nice things that, you know, to console a person. I am really there with you. 
yeah. mean, get me checking on you in a few hours or get me, I'm really concerned. Yeah. So um, yeah, I guess that's what it takes to be a mentor, have the heart. Yeah. Apart from that, yeah. because you've mentioned that anyone could be a mentor, right? Anyone could be a mentor. But what are the qualities of a good mentor that mentees will really value for life? Okay. You know, one thing I love is to talk, but I guess that's why I like mentoring because it honed the opposite in me. I had to listen. Yeah. <laughs> to learn how to listen. And that's what I'm grateful for mentoring for because it really made me shut up and work the ears away. So that's one thing, really, the listening heart. That's what I call it, the listening heart. And the patience to accompany. You know, it's easy to be with a person when things are good. Yeah. But when things are not going well, it's hard. And, and it's hard to to empathize to the point of taking in the burden of someone and telling a person, you know, I have this shared, you have my back. I mean, I'm with you in this. Yeah, um, yeah it's, so it's, it's that. It's, I think it's listening, having a listening ear, listening heart, yeah. empathy, um, and, and the patience to be able to accompany and journey through with a person until the end. Yeah. I tell you, those mentoring, I wrote the 30 lives I'm still with them today. Those lives don't have an ending. Okay? If you look at the book, until today, we are continuing via Zoom. Uh, that's how it is. I always tell my mentees, once a mentee, forever a mentee. You're a mentee for life. And I keep to that commitment. I am not married. I don't have my own children, but these are the children I never had. And I have loads. I have a lot of them. And still increasing in number because I continue to teach and I continue to mentor and I continue to have new mentees come to me uh, for life coaching. It's endless. Great. In your book, you have mentioned or you have talked about the ABCs of mentoring. Can you share with us some of these ABCs? Yes, uh, I think it would be too long to, to say yeah. all of them. Yeah. Uh, all right. You know, I love acronyms, if there's anything, because I have a poor memory, I guess. I really like um, committing whatever I memorize to, to acronyms. Yeah. Now, when I was developing the book one night, I challenged myself um, before sleeping. Can I really have an ABC? You know, for each letter, can I say yeah. something about mentoring? So I started with the hardest letters. Yeah. K-Q-X. Okay. I said, if I can give something for these letters, then I'm good to go. Because A is easy, company. <laughs> B is easy, believe in your mentee. You know, it's easy. E is empathize. You know, yeah. I could easily get those off. So I went to K. Okay. And I said, of course. Off my head, I said, knowing the people deeply. You cannot, you know, you need to, I always say this, I penetrate lives. You know, yeah. I, I get into them, like probably in ways that not even their parents know them. You know, yeah. I get that a lot. They tell me, Ruske, I'm telling you something. Oh, sorry, my, my students before that I was mentoring in the part of school would call me Miss Kate. They say, I'm telling you something that I never did not even tell anyone else or not even my parent, not even my boyfriend. You know, so these are things that the mentor gets. So K, know deeply. And I guess with that knowing deeply is real interest in wanting to know. Not chismis, not because I just want to, you know, but I'm because all of these details and factors are necessary to help a child to, yeah. to move ahead. So that K, and getting into their world, getting into their world, is a no deeply. And Q, yeah. when I got to Q, I said, easy questions, mm-hmm. asking the right questions. Yeah. And I get this a lot. I have mentees ask me, this K, I never wanted to say this, but you always have a way of cracking me open. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I, I tell myself, you know, I'm just spirit-led. I don't plan my 
chats. I don't plan what to ask. Of course, I pray for them. That's one thing. I guess when I pray for a mentee and for everything that I have heard in the last chat, then I hear the Holy Spirit tell me, guide her here, lead her here. No, I don't claim to be the one really leading them. No? It's really spirit-led. That's how I call it. And so why do you know what to ask, what questions to ask? You always ask the right questions. I get that a lot. So I said, Q, easy questions. Then I went to X. I said, well, X factor of mentoring is what I am. Love. Okay, that's the X factor. Just love them. You know, incidentally, Chari, I'll tell you, the other day, since I work in a Chinese school, and yeah. every graduation period, we get reminded of our Chinese names. No? Yeah. I don't know if the Chinese listeners will, will agree with this, but I just recall that my Chinese name is Tian Sir, which is angel, but which also means love. Wow. And I thought, wow, it's really, I think, what I am oozing with. I don't know how to call that's it. Wonderful. That's why they say I am a... They say I'm a very happy celibate because I don't really need love in the sense that I'm surrounded by it with yeah. all the mentees around. Yeah. You've mentioned that you still continue to mentor all of the mentees that you've had. And now yeah. you have new mentees okay. as well. You have new yes. mentees. Yes. How, do, how yeah. do you mentor someone in the midst of the pandemic? Do you do it via Zoom? Oh, wow. Tell us. Yes, yes, via Zoom. You know, if you've read my book, there are two stories there. Actually, the first three stories are of mentees circa 90s, meaning they're already professionals. They're in their 40s, married with children. And I continue to, to mentor them. One of them is based in Malaysia, and she calls me regularly, and she tells me, everything about her and all the updates, it's not as regular as probably we used to, to do in the past, you know, twice a month. Now I, I see them monthly via Zoom. Um, but now, okay, that's continuing because once a mentee, it's a mentee for life. So I always, I have them. But then the new ones is the, the students nowadays, yes. especially for the past year, it was yes. tough. All the adjustments that they had to go through, all the more we had to be close by, you know. Yeah. It's not the time for mentors to say, oh, I'm glad I don't see the kids, you know, I'm, I'm free. No, no, not at all. Even more, how do I get it now? So after classes, the synchronous classes that we hold, yes. actually way before, I usually get one or two students already setting their appointments with me, telling me, okay. uh, Miss Lala, can I see you 10 minutes before class? Can I see, you know, because mentoring does not have to take such a long time. Yeah. Well, it depends on what they have to say. But, you know, it can take a few minutes, catching yeah. up, updating. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, then I have something to bring to prayer and yeah. I have something to say probably at another time. I get back to the, the mentee and I say, hey, about this that you told me before, you know, I thought maybe you could do this. And so I, it can be answering them shortly or later. Yeah. So it doesn't have to take so much time. But during the pandemic, it was really accompanying. That's the A of the ABCs, accompanying the persons in what they're going through at the moment, all the adjustments, how it was, you know, psychologically, to get them mentally healthy still, despite not leaving the house and yeah. having every, everything via the laptop. No, it was crazy for yeah. some of them. But so that was the way, just being there, checking up, asking them, and then them opening up. You know, this is how things are at home and it's not so I don't like it being with some of them I have advised to move from a parent's house to probably a grandparent's house just to to have some air you know yeah. just to breathe and to to be sane to keep sane you know, so things like that you give a few suggestions and you, you be with them and then I really remember all their the things that they talk about and their problems and yeah being there for them yeah it really helps right. to have a mentor yeah. right like 
for you to have someone to talk to. Wow. And being a mentor is not just about advising and counseling. It's also about listening and knowing that person. Yeah. Not at um, all. Definitely. All of that. Yeah. Yes. Miss Lala, are there also boundaries in mentoring? If there are, what are these boundaries? Oh, well, yes, of course. Um, I will actually, I would say initially none, okay? mm -hmm. because it really uh, encompasses everything. It's yes, a comprehensive life of a person. So as long as the person yes. is willing to bring up anything and everything under the sun, yes. then there are no boundaries. However, I'd probably say the prudence and the confidentiality about the things that we hear, you yes. know, um, out of respect. And, yes. and things are probably said in... in of, of the deepest consciences of the person sometimes. So out mm -hmm. of respect for that, it's really keeping it, you know, our word and commitment of it's between us or it's a secret. Yeah. Miss Lala, don't tell anybody. Definitely. You know, and so those are the, you know, I keep them between me and the Holy Spirit. You know, and there's, yeah. I, I mean, there's nowhere else. And I always tell them, well, who am I to say this to anyway? Or yeah. yeah. So a lot of confidentiality, prudence, I guess that would be the, the limitation, the boundary. Um, yeah. But a lot of respect and, and because it, of the consciences of the people, you know, whatever is said in confidence is kept in confidence. Yes, that is very good. When and how can you tell that the mentorship is working? Okay, yeah, I would say, well, one, if the person is improving. Yeah. So, because every time I have a, a new mentee or so, I always make a goal for myself yeah. Yeah. If I cannot communicate it with the mentee, you know, well, why don't we work on this? I think you need this. And, you know, you're just uh, laziness is kicking in. You know, we have to help you. Why not make a schedule, et cetera? So I share, of course, my goal with the mentee because that's, that's yeah. hers or his not to do. And we work on it. So mm -hmm. if I see progress, then yeah. that's a sign. Yeah. Another area would probably be the confidence that grows between us. You know, the friendship gets deeper. There's yeah. greater confidence he or she is able to open up about more things mm -hmm. and we're able to embark on more areas of, yes. of points of, of improvement and all that. So that's when I think it's working. And if the person keeps coming back, yeah. <laughs> that means, you know, uh, it works and, and the person wants you and the person wants to continue being with you. And yes. that's why I say it's for life. Yeah. yeah. Yes. In your book, mm -hmm. Legacy Mentorship, you have talked about the 30 lives of your 30 mentees. How are they now? Like generally, are they successful? Are they happy in their lives? Tell us about them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's actually, um, I had one critique uh, tell me, you know, all these lives that you talk about are all fantastic. They're all um, successful. Mm -hmm. Why don't you talk about those that are problematic and all that? I just wanted to tell him where you're reading the, the practically the success story or the end of the story. There were challenges along the way and a lot of it, right? Mm -hmm. So I would say yes, maybe the 30, that's why I picked them, I handpicked them, is because they're leading very good lives and Wow. And I guess that's where the mentoring worked in them. So I mm -hmm. wanted to, to, to showcase that. Um, I would say yes, that, that I'm proud to say they are successful now. Some of them struggled. Well, I'll tell you um, very subtly probably in the book, um, and this is what I told that critique. There's one of them who probably um, struggling through high school and all that. They want to continue living. That's one, that's one, um, that was very painful for us in that journey, but we pulled through. Yes. And I tell you, this person is a very successful, um, well, almost graduating from college today. 
oh, that's that's a very, you know, just to see this person alive, um, thriving, happy yeah. during the pandemic. We've gotten in touch very recently. Grateful for life. Yeah. Grateful that we're still here. So those are, I think, yes, I would say 100% from the book, at least, mm-hmm. uh, success stories. Yeah. Apart from being an active mentor, you are also teaching values education. Let's talk about that. What, yes, are, the, what are the most important yeah. values that a person should have? Well, I think, um, especially for mentors, is the integrity of life. Because I always say, in the end, what really mentors, more than what we see, of course, we cannot give what we do not have, right? Um, but it's really our lives that mentor. So it's an integrity of life. I would say that's the most important thing that we need because our, it's the good example that we give to the others and that we uh, do what we, I mean, we, we do what we preach, right? Yeah. I mean, we are not, we are not, um, yeah, we have to, we have to walk the talk, right? Yeah. Okay. Aside from that, well, the heart and the love that I was talking about, a loving life, uh, loving relationships with everybody. I think that's very important. And I'd say, well, in my case, some of the values that I imbibe, aside from integrity and love, is professionalism at work. Of course, combined with the with the chill life of Bacolod, you know, without stressing yourself too much, yeah. But yeah. professionalism at work and working well and delivering and and you know in your profession, that's very important. I think the professionalism, and I'd say optimism, positivity, cheerfulness. Yes. I mean, if you notice, this is something that I think um, uh, I have. Well, I, I try to imbibe as far as I can because. You know, life is not easy. And for many of our mentees, you know, they come to you troubled. And I have to give positivity. I have to give optimism. I have to give hope. And so I have to start it with myself. And I always say that, start it myself. Yeah. In these how four things, that? integrity, love. Yeah. I'm sorry, how do you well, do I guess positivity for, for our listeners? How do you imbibe yeah. hope and then spread it? Yeah, well, I guess... A, a life of habit of everyday prayer. I mean, I, that one for me really works. You know how you thresh things out with God in prayer and how you put aside things that are unimportant, mega yeah. vibes, you know, like yeah. these are the things you put aside, you know. Yeah. Um, and I always think that maybe when I was looking back at my cancer, why did I get cancer? Okay, aside from the genes and all that, I'm a very positive person. I'm a very, well, I guess I would charge you to intensity at work. So probably that's why, I mean, I, I'm a very intense person, as you notice. I'm very passionate with what I do. So maybe there, but but really the positivity has to be there. No? So especially yeah. when I got the cancer all the more, you know, the nega vibes aside, threshing yeah. things out in prayer every day. Yeah. I always start my day with that. I don't go to work without the bulk of, of minutes. And I say bulk because it's 30 minutes in the morning. And it's 30 yeah. minutes when I get back in the afternoon from work yeah. and really threshing things out with God. And, and I, it's like renewing my heart. You know? it's, yeah. like, it's like an upgrading it sort of to, to just be focused on, yes. on the things that I have to be focused in. That's yeah. great. I would like to emphasize the core value that you have mentioned, the integrity of life. I truly like that. And however, how do we teach values? Like, especially yeah. for parents, for teachers. Yeah. It's not just yeah. like you just say, okay, have integrity. You don't do that, right? So how do you yeah, teach yeah. values? 
yeah, by our lives. I always say that. It's again the good example that we imbibe. Yeah. They see us positive. They see us doing things well. Yeah. They see us with our principles that are, you know, we, we don't compromise our principles. We mm -hmm. are um, consistent. These are the things that actually teach, you know, if we're very consistent. You remind me of something that, that um, a boy just told me the other day after class. You know, he asked if he could stay after the synchronous online class. And then he just told me that, uh, Miss La, you are aware that I am not a believer, right? Because I teach value. So the boy said, you've been my teacher since last year and I know, and you know that I'm not a believer. But if there's anything I want to tell you I appreciate about you is that you are passionate and you show your bias, which is your love for God. Yes. And you're very consistent about that. He said, that just makes me think. So then I realized it's so important to stick to our principles. Yeah. To Never mind if we have to show our bias, but that guy knows I respect him a lot. You know, he's one of my best students. And I love him with a passion, even with yeah. the way he thinks and what he believes. But that's it. And be consistent. That's be consistent it. with your life. I think that's the way to, to really mentor. And I say it's the life that mentors. It's yeah. not the words. Correct. Yeah. Actions speak louder than words. Yes, yes, definitely. The yeah. way you live that you can impart values, right? And Yes, yes. I, seeing and hearing you talk, I could say that you are really passionate and you have, you have a lot of heart. And so how did how did this come about who influenced you to have these things and to be these well yeah i i have a very good family to start with my parents are fantastic um they're both in heaven now um and they were both teachers and educators also with among other things now i think we're a family with a lot of things if you notice i also wear several hats all of us were like that anyway my parents i would say my siblings we are six i'm fifth and I admire all my siblings. We're all teachers. Yeah. And we're all educators, among other things, again. <laughs> yeah. And I have my two eldest brothers who are really very big influences for me. Um, they encourage me a lot. They are both writers also. My father was also a writer. So it was my eldest brother, actually, who, who pushed me about this whole idea of writing, which initially I thought was only therapy for, for the cancer, but it yeah. ended up you know, really, it was a big help. And, and I thought it was good. So he believed in me and he mentored me and he put all this whole thing in Amazon. He did everything for me. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very grateful for that. And I'd say, well, there is one saint that I actually abide by. You know? mm -hmm. um, he's called the saint of ordinary life. I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, that's why I like his teaching on, on holiness in our work and professionalism in our work. And this is Saint Jose Maria Escriva, who was uh, canonized in 2002. And I happen to be one of the choir directors of the choir during his canonization in, in Rome. Mm -hmm. And I'm very grateful for that. So we were several conductors. Mm -hmm. We were uh, 20 choirs and, and I got that fortune of, of, singing and conducting for his canonization well he's been a very done a very big mark in my life and when the other one the other last influencer i have is saint john paul ii mm -hmm. um, my luck of having um, studied in rome for four years i also got to sing a lot for mm -hmm. him in the vatican and to meet him very personally um when those times that i would sing in the vatican and hear his teachings and and really see how what a calm person he was and, and just by his person, he was yeah. mentoring, he was teaching, he was uh, 
Wow. And really, that's why I'm also an advocate of theology of the body. Yes. That's all of John Paul II. And that's the reason why I, I do all that. These are the saints of my life. My brothers are the boys in my life and my parents. I guess they're the best influencers I have. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You've been uh, singing and uh, playing the piano, right? Well, yes. I sing and conduct more than I play wow. now. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it makes me curious. If there's one song that would depict your life and how you see life, what would that song be? I guess you raise me up. And I, I, I like that song so much. It speaks of God raising me, myself probably raising others. I mean, it could be, and it's about mentoring. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I like it. It's yeah. a very uplifting song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was great talking to you, talking to you, Miss Lala. I've learned oh, my pleasure. And I would really encourage our listeners to get a copy of your book. It's called Legacy Mentorship, Mentoring Strategies, Mentees, Value for Life. How could I get a copy of your book? All right. For the moment, it's in Amazon. If you're in any part of the world, it's in Amazon land. You can just get it. It's very cheap. Okay. Um, And I will read it. (laughs) Thank you so much. It's very, very easy read. Very feel good. I think that's what everybody, most of them say. You can get them from me personally where you can PM me. Find me in, in Facebook, Lala Kliachko. Scholastic, which is the academic um, publisher here in Manila, they're also putting it in their dear books online, um, but only for pre-orders, and they also get to me for the for the physical book ordering. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can do that. I can get it, ship it to you. Just get in touch with me. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Thank you very much, Miss Lala. Oh. Yes. My pleasure, Chari. Thank before you. I, before I let you go, I would like to ask, what would be the best counsel that you would like to give to an aspiring mentor? Oh, love others. You know, uh, get into the interest, the real interest in wanting to help other people. Look at persons in their totality and not only in in one aspect, and want to be a part of a journey of a young person and and accompany that person all throughout. But start with that loving heart. Hone it, hone it, the empathetic and loving heart for others. Oh, wonderful. That's it. Yes, wonderful. Thank you so much once again. Thank you. It's my pleasure, Chari. Yeah, thank you. And stay well, and I will read that book. I already got a copy, but I haven't gotten to reading it yet. But now I'm very much inspired to read it. And enjoy it. Get a enjoy copy. it. All right. <laughs> I will certainly thank you. Do. Okay. Thank you. Thank you and so much. Yes. If you like this episode, please show some love, like this episode and share it with your friends. I'm your host, Chari Hineti Elon. And my guest is Miss Angela Lala Kliachko. This is. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. <laughs>